This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome to Han Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joining me as usual are Alex and Scott. Say hello, guys. Hey. Hello. And joining us today is a guest, Brian. Say hello, Brian. Hello, Brian. 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 <laughs> All right. So for today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the movie Tommy Boy, starring David Spade and Chris Farley. And uh, this is my pick, and I want to talk about the whole movie in general, but the one scene I kind of want to focus on is the scene where they get in a fight down by the street or down on the highway and they get into a fight. He's just little man. All right. And they start fighting down the side of the road and David Spade whacks him across the face with a two by four. Farley falls to the ground. Spade walks. I forgot what he says. Remember what he said? He walks to the Ooh, diner. Chicken fingers. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> he walks away, kind of cut scene. And then they're, they're both sitting at the table together. <laughs> And Chris Farley's got this giant <laughs> red mark across the side of his face. And he's complaining about how much it hurts. And he's really specific. It hurts right here. And he's pointing exactly to where the line is. And not so much here, right above it, and here below it, right here. Is there anything there? And Spade goes, no, nothing there. <laughs> and then the waitress comes over like two seconds later. Oh, my God, what happened to your face? <laughs> oh, God, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And then they proceed to have this conversation of everything about ordering dinner. And then Tommy really want Tommy want wingy. <laughs> he has the most ridiculous face where he gets his his third or fifth chin on him and he tucks it in. You know, I never really even thought about Tommy want wingy until just Brian kept doing it over and over yeah. again. I'm like, what? <laughs> then I had to go back and look at it. And now I can't unsee it. <laughs> I was going to say, I say that a couple of times a week still. <laughs> but I say, Brian want wingy. And then it is kind of like the turning point in the movie where he sweet talks the waitress and the turning on the deep fryer to make him the wings. And then you know, Spade's like, why don't you talk like that to you know, your sales pitches and everything? And that is kind of the turning point of the whole movie. And you know, From that point on, he actually gets the bull story right when he's talking about sticking your head up the bull. And you can stick your head up a butcher's ass. <laughs> No, wait, it's got to be your bull. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts on that scene? I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Far- it's it's really sad with Farley. Uh, you know, some, some things are just universally funny, like the like a good dick and fart joke. Or a fat but, guy uh, in a little coat. <laughs> or fat or fat guy in a little coat. Farley would have gone on to make some, some other classics i think um but just as a physical comedian really was kind of brilliant and you know he's just this big lovable goof i say he rivals uh, john belushi in my book yeah they're they're kind of the kind of from the same cloth yeah um and unfortunately in more ways than one <laughs> yeah exactly a little too yeah. close follows Belushi. yeah but yeah he's just you know just to see him mugging for the camera it's it's funny you know, you get it gets old real fast with certain other comedians or comedic actors, but it, it never wore thin with uh, with Chris Farley. Yeah, I mean, we've already <laughs> quoted intended. Him. <laughs> we've already quoted him numerous times. About, you know, that Veronica Vaughn was one piece of ass. Other stuff, but yeah, I mean, that movie. You just go through and just I, I don't know. My my favorite 
actually the part I laugh the hardest at is when they go into Chicago, they meet Dan Aykroyd, and he kind of rejects them. And they're sitting on the park bench on the <laughs> yeah. street. He's like, my dad died. I lost the business. <laughs> uh, he says something else has gone wrong. And then just the bench collapsed under his weight. <laughs> Could have done without that, though. <laughs> And he tries to get up, but he just shimmies as he's trying to get up. He's so big. And, and, no. <laughs> My favorite line was about, about Herbie Hancock. <laughs> he has him sign the, the papers early in the movie. Uh, I just need your old Herbie Hancock here. <laughs> yeah, when he's talking like Darth Vader into the fan, and he's got these having sex with the Star Wars figures. <laughs> when he's squirting the ketchup and stuff into his mouth. He's oh, like, geez. I can just hear you getting fat. <laughs> Oh, isn't that Tommy on TV? Wow, he looks very pretty bloated. Yeah, they say TV adds a couple hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> the scene where he's he's going to get pizza and David Spade's looking out the window and he's jerking off to the girl at the pool and, and, and Farley walks by and gives her the, the gym routine. Yeah, you know Tommy where the weight room is? Tommy does the thing. <laughs> What's your favorite little rascal? Oh god, that scene's classic. <laughs> Alpha, alpha, <laughs> or spanky, <laughs> sinner. <laughs> what me <laughs> oh. Bringing it back to the fight, though, you you never give anybody a free shot in movies. You know they're always gonna take a cheap, a really cheap shot. <laughs> You're gonna get kicked in the balls, or yeah, a two by four in the face, or a two by four in the balls. Just something really bad's gonna happen. Come on, give me your best shot. Smack. <laughs> Jesus. And of course, Farley just sells it. <laughs> Flops down as he's, you know, he just completely goes boneless and just flat right on the ground. Ooh, chicken tenders. <laughs> chicken. Tommy want wingy. <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool, too. <laughs> And it all works because of Spade, right? I mean, Spade's the supposed straight guy in the show, but I think if it wasn't for Spade, it wouldn't be as good. I haven't seen all of Chris Farley's movies, but I mean, I don't know how well, like, Ninja, what is that, Three Ninjas did, or... Beverly Hills Ninja? Yeah, yeah it wasn't that good. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, was, it was Black Sheep that also had... Spade. Uh, Spade. It's the exact nope. same movie, isn't it? Yeah, it didn't have quite the magic, but it still had some Pretty hilarious parts. It had Gary yeah. Busey. But it's probably the funniest moment out of both movies, uh, at the end of Black Sheep, when Gary Busey tries to pick him up, picks up Chris Farley, and he says, Oh, you're a large American. And then he drops him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't write that. I get the very beginning at the wedding, where his dad, Brian Dennehy, for of all people... Now we're waiting. David Spade's like filming him, and the and the guy says something inappropriate about his wife. He's like, "No, no, no! We can't take it back." Yeah, there's only a few, like two people on the planet when Farley was alive that were bigger than him. It was John Goodman and Brian Denny. <laughs> yeah, Chivas. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. The hell out of here, Brian Denny. <laughs> and Rob Loeb plays a perfect heel, just like he does in Wayne's World. <laughs> he was like the go-to guy as SNL heel. Yeah, that's it's kind of he had to do that to make his comeback, I guess, as well. He never got to quite the same heights, but yeah, smart um, Park, He's awesome in Parks and Rec. Or yeah, well, no, he's, he, I guess he's he, no, he is he is good. He just <laughs> made a really dumb 
<laughs> a couple of dumb decisions and then uh, <laughs> made an R. Kelly video. Yeah. And he was like so over the top bad in Tommy Boy. I mean, the scenes are so stupid where his shirt gets sucked up the tube and, and he sprays Tommy with the, the gasoline and Tommy just like, I'm a maniac, maniac. <laughs> you were raised under power lines as a kid. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? Yeah. And you can't forget the bees. The bees! They're everywhere! Your oh, weapons speed. are useless against them! <laughs> yeah. nice. Why'd you put Farley in charge of the bees? <laughs> I knew that was going to come from you, Alex. Yes. <laughs> At the very end, when he's in the, he's in the scooter, in the butt with, with the, the girl, I forgot her name. And Wasn't he in like, a sailboat? Yeah. Dumb bastard. <laughs> it's like popping a wheelie because it's so far back yeah. where he's sitting. Yeah, seriously. And the you kids start pray. yelling at him. You better pray to the god of skinny punks that this wind doesn't big up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you mentioned the fat guy in the little coat. I guess I got to bring this up. I was watching like the history of SNL a couple years ago. David Spade was telling a little story about how they'd be in the writing room, and all of a sudden he'd hear behind him, "Hey, David, what? Hey, David, turn around." Dude, if you're going to do Fat Guy a Little Cody, I'm not going to turn around. No, I swear, David, turn around. <laughs> He'd turn around. Fat Guy in a Little Cody. <laughs> you stupid fat bastard. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> it was hilarious to have him tell the story. And he was doing a good, like, Farley impersonation, too. So I guess I like that when they talk about, like, it was a real scene from their life. They just throw in the movie when they get their own official movie, right? Like, Yeah, that, that made was, it even even better. Yeah. Like, that was his first movie, right? I mean, he was in, like, Wayne's role as a, you know... Bouncer. Bouncer and probably a couple other small roles. Billy Madison and stuff. Was Tommy Boy his first one? I think it was. For starring. Yeah. Yeah. All right, crossover moment. Sorry. Favorite SNL movie. And I guess it has to mean, like, an actor from SNL while he was on SNL. Because not all of them, are, I guess, are produced by Lauren Michaels or whatever. Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> Probably Wayne's World for me. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to say Wayne's World. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with that as well. Right, I'm no going Tommy now. Boy. Tommy Boy for me. I love Tommy okay. Boy. All right, that was a very quick and uneventful crossover. <laughs> <laughs> well, one that's pretty close and it's that I actually was really surprised that I enjoyed was MacGruber. That movie was a surprise. <laughs> Freaking hilarious. Not as classic as, of course, Tommy Boy or Wayne's World, but it's it's up there. <laughs> what about Tim Meadows' Ladies' Man or whatever that terrible movie? Oh, Chivas. Kovacier. Tim freaking Meadows. He was awesome. He just, he's just like a, just not as a primary comedian. He has to be like the secondary guy. Yeah, like in um, Dewey Cox. <laughs> you don't want none of this shit, Dewey. <laughs> yeah. It turns all of your bad feelings into good feelings. <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> or like we mentioned last week with Mr. Poop, Dr. Poop. <laughs> Dr. Poop. <laughs> but I That'll can do the robot. That'll be $5,000. <laughs> Wait, what about, did they make a Molly Shannon movie with her stupid girl who smells her pits? Yeah, <laughs> superstar. superstar. Oh my god. Wait, yeah, is, right. is MacGruber the guy in Beer Fest or no? Yeah. 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 Okay, that is him. Grandpapa. <laughs> what is it, Grandpapa? <laughs> Enjoy your American beers. 
Unbex. Oh yeah, Unbex. Unbex. All right. So, anyone else has nothing on Tommy Boy? We can um, move on to our list. Anything else? All right, Alex. Why don't you go first? All right. Well, I took the cue about that because the best part was when he was describing <laughs> just giant bruise on his face, and I went off of uh, characters that have stuff on their faces. <laughs> Very literal. I, mm-hmm. That's yes. amazing. That's what my list is about. Is it? Yeah, right. Mike no. Oh. Mike, Mike Tyson? <laughs> what? He knows he got a tattoo. Uh, every porn star ever? <laughs> oh, Damn. No, they know that's coming. Uh, what? <laughs> Lead us on. We'll start with, with uh, Austin Powers. I forget which movie it is. I think it's a gold member where... Uh, Fred Savage guest stars as the mole. mole, mole, mole. <laughs> and it's like a simple joke. Okay, he's the mole. He's got a big mole on his head. A slight <laughs> laugh. But then just Mike Myers just take it, takes it to the nth degree. And <laughs> he's like, there's a big fat mole right there. <laughs> Chop it off, grind it up, and make it into guacamole. <laughs> and then <laughs> while Fred Savage is just talking, you see like this stick just come off from out screen just poking his mole. <laughs> And he's yeah. trying to just continue with what he's trying to say. And then it like it like zooms in really close on it, and yeah. then he kind of like twitches his lip a little. It's yeah. just kind of weird. And then Mike Myers just goes, "Oh!" <laughs> so in Wayne's World Two, Mike Myers has a similar thing with um, when they're trying to get the permits, and I forgot that actor's name, but he has the dead eye or the something's wrong with his eye. And him and Garth are, oh, staring, yeah, yeah. are staring at his eye the whole time. And as soon as they look at him, him and Garth like look the other direction, but like so obviously like not looking <laughs> at him directly. <laughs> and they keep doing it, and it's so awkward and hilarious at the same time. And then when they're done, like, all right, we're going to take these home, and we're going <laughs> to cross the T's and dot our <laughs> lowercase J's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was uh, Kevin Pollock. Yes, that's who it was. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Dot are lowercase J's. Yeah, Chris Farley in that movie, too. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot you of people's girlfriends in there. The guy who plays, like, the senior roadie who, like, talks about, like, separating Ozzy's M&Ms into multiple colors. Rick Ollier! That's who it is! Yes! <laughs> that guy from episode one, the pilot, is that guy for anybody. <laughs> Rick Ollier, that's the guy who's, like, flying Anakin. Like Princess Vespa, not Princess Vespa. What the fuck's her name? <laughs> I didn't. She didn't Queen look Queen Amidala's ship. Just what we needed. A Druish princess. Funny, she doesn't look Druish. <laughs> but yeah, he's talking to Anakin and he's like, you know your starships. Yeah, that's the guy who plays the head um, roadie in Wayne's World 2. Yep. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, <laughs> To uh, our often mentioned Big Trouble in Little China. Towards the end, uh, Jack Burton gets that kiss from Who? Gracie Law. Jack Burton. <laughs> Kurt Russell. Me. And, uh, well, it's not me. Wait, you're not, and he's wait, got... you're, wait, you're not Kurt Russell? <laughs> I know God I look a lot like Kurt Russell. we got to get you off this podcast and get him on here. So Kip Control gives him that kiss, and he's got that lipstick for pretty much until after he kills Lil Pan, right? Yeah. Kills Lopan, and then <laughs> right afterwards, he's grabbed the spear to face off against one of the uh, 
oh, it's a face-off against Thunder, and then that's when Kim Cattrall's like, oh, here, and she wipes off the lipstick right before he sees, you know, Lopan dead, and he starts blowing up. Yeah, she stops him, Burton, before he can move forward. <laughs> like, they're basically in the middle of a fight, and she stops to wipe the lipstick off his face. Mm-hmm. Move along. Uh-huh. And then is, that, our... is that the boy uh-huh. wearing lipstick? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That was last week's episode. Yeah. It's a little bit in uh, Liar Liar, where at the very beginning, he's going through and, you know, complimenting a lot of people, like, pretty much just lying his ass off, telling him, oh, have you lost weight to this giant fat guy? And, oh, your dress looks amazing, and Molly Shannon just looked horrible in it. And then there's the dude, the intern, that had, like, just a giant zit right on the tip of his nose, and... Jim Carrey was like, ugh, just trying not to mention it, but he they made it look so gross. And Carrey's reaction was like, oh, it was it almost made me heave. <laughs> I thought you were going to get to, your boobs are huge. I mean, I want to lick them. I mean, mama. <laughs> Everybody's been really nice to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because you have big tits. <laughs> the I dig- think, actually, I think Liar Liar is a pretty underrated movie. It's pretty, it's good. But that kid that had that was the intern that had the zit, he was also Kramer's assistant in Kramerica. <laughs> oh, you're right. Testing out the bladder system. Yeah, the bladder system. Hello! <laughs> lol, 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 lol. Lol. <laughs> Mr. Kramer wants you to meet <laughs> what does he say? Mr. Newman wants you meet wants to meet for a high tea new what does he say? <laughs> high tea. No, like, later today he's got a high tea with Mr. Newman. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Mr. Kramer, the dean of my school is on line one. <laughs> line one? Yeah, your line's line two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then in, uh, I believe it was 10 Things I Hate About You. That's the Heath Ledger one, right? Yes. That's oh, the Heath. Julia Stiles. Mm-hmm. JGL. Yeah, JGL. <laughs> there was a scene where his friend, one of the other dudes from uh, Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle... <laughs> JGL's buddy, I think he's he's the star who was the star of uh, Numbers. David Krumholtz, yes. Yeah. He's talking to like the main douchebag in the movie, trying to conv- like he's pretty much tricking him into paying for JGL and his girl's date or something. Like he's getting the money for them by tricking him. And while he's trying to talk during his whole spiel. The dude's like, uh huh, okay, and he slowly just takes a marker and he just starts drawing on his face. And by the end <laughs> of the conversation, it's just this big dick that's drawn on the side of his face and the tip is touching the tip of his lips. <laughs> and at the end, the dude's like, okay, that's great, well then uh, I guess I'll see you later. And he turns to another, somebody near him and is like, there's a dick on my face, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. That delivery was just awesome, it was perfect. And finally, Indiana Jones, Belloc, the great Belloc scene, where Indy's perched up on the cliff with a bazooka, ready to blow up the Ark, (laughs) (laughs) and they have a close-up of Belloc, and he's like, Jones, you want to see it open just as much as I do? And right there, you see this fly land on his face, and I don't know if he eats it, but it definitely goes inside his mouth. Belloc just, or the actor just doesn't even react to it, he's just... Straight-faced, he's totally in character, doesn't even notice it. But ever since I saw it, I can't unsee it. (laughs) It's there every freaking time, and it makes me laugh. (laughs) I know. It's a pro. Seriously, like, yeah, there's right in his mouth. He doesn't even skip a beat. Yeah, awesome. 
And yeah, that's my list. What about um, something about Mary? <laughs> Where she's got the thing on her hair? Yeah. The semen <laughs> in her hair? Yeah. Eh, I, thought... I, didn't, I didn't think that was that funny. I mean, the, the movie's hilarious as a whole, but at that point I was like, eh. Isn't that the most famous scene from the movie? I don't know. Just mention it. I would say it's more about Don Wooganowski zits all over his face. That's pretty gross. <laughs> oh, man. Woogie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don, yeah. Like, Don Wait, you're Woogie? Yeah, Don Wooganowski. <laughs> you know, there's this one kid, Mongo. The kid's got a forehead the size of a drive-in movie theater. <laughs> but he's a good shit, so we don't bust his chops too much. <laughs> there, there was a good one of those in Naked Gun. They're, they're in the crime lab. There's that one cop that's like, 10 feet tall. So you, you see, you never see his face. But they always say, like, oh, you've got something on your face. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, it's on the other side. And there's like half a fucking banana that falls off. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that always cracks me up. Yeah, that was classic. That's my list. Uh... All right. Good list. Uh, before we go on, I think Scott will go next, but I'm going to call Beer Break. Beer Break. <laughs> and we're back. Scott. Let's hear your list and how it's different from Alex's. <laughs> okay. In the continuing condition, condition, in the continuing tradition of coming up with a list that's different from the two of you, <laughs> I have come up with just kind of uh, buddy movies. So, uh, buddy cop, buddy adventure, just unlikely duos. Buddy um, Holly story. <laughs> yeah. Here, Busey. Uh, <laughs> moving along. I'm, I'm proud of that joke. Shut up. That's a good one. So start to start with, uh, of course, Lethal Weapon. The, the those movies are kind of the quintessential buddy cop movies. With Riggs Murtaugh kind of set the 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 modern trend for modern. Like they were, <laughs> they're making buddy cop movies way back in the twenties. But the the kind of uh, anything after that, they kind of set the formula to have the the two wildly different. Uh, uh, cops, one probably with different uh, ethnic background, just, just to play off. One's too old for the shit. Yeah, <laughs> just to play off the humor. One's um, Australian. Oh. Yeah, Raj. Uh, Lovely hey, party. Raj. Why wasn't I invited? Well, <laughs> yeah, you you can still hear. Speaking of the accent, you, you you hear that come out a lot in the first two movies. Uh, yeah. But, but the third movie, he's out, got it though. down a little bit. but It still comes out, even in the fourth. Not as much, but it'll come out every once in a while. You're like, the one thing I've noticed, you don't hear it come out in Braveheart. That would be really weird. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Aussies do good. Freedom! UK, I guess. Hey, good day. Uh, How about some freedom? <laughs> <laughs> good night. I am William Wallace. <laughs> Crikey. Stupid. <laughs> yup. That's not a great sword. This is a great sword. <laughs> I'd have called it a Chazwaza. <laughs> bringing it back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Technically, you're bringing it back in time and forward. What? Whoa. <laughs> Ixnay on the I'm forward. Tay. You're going the wrong way. Going <laughs> <laughs> back in time. <laughs> The Nazi <laughs> farm joke. Jesus. Nice. Wow. Oh, man. I hope somebody listening out there gets that. The king <laughs> dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh, man. Is that right even there anymore? I haven't been to Nazi in years. I don't no, know. I don't think it is. Oh, man. Anyways. Uh, 
Sorry. <laughs> Never in my wildest dreams did I think King of the Dinosaurs would show up on the podcast. <laughs> hey, they filmed down. Beverly- Go back in time. <laughs> they filmed part of the end of Beverly Hills Cop 3 there. Did they? Yeah, during the ride. Oh, Axel right. Foley was running around skirting dinosaurs and shooting bullets. They, I thought they... that was all about Magic Mountain. Yeah, it's Magic Mountain, fool. What? That, yeah, it was Magic Mountain with the super weird cameo by George Lucas. Yes, it is. Well, that part was, but the, when they're in the ride, I could have sworn that was Kingdom of the Dinosaurs. It could have been next year's Raw Magic Mountain, but maybe, yeah, some of this stuff yeah, internally was, was nuts. I don't yeah. know. And, and as a super nerdy kid, I'd like to point out that a lot of that stuff was highly inaccurate. <laughs> oh, Scott. Plant what? dinosaurs did not have sharp teeth. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, God. Well, it's true. I thought you were talking about like theme parks, like at the beginning of Step by Step back in the day, where there was the... <laughs> next next to the beach. Yeah, the oh, Colossus God. was right next to the beach. The water <laughs> yeah. was hitting like two feet away from the base <laughs> of the roller coaster. The sands like moving up and down, like because I couldn't get it focused on the. Oh man! Yeah, goddamn Patrick Duffy and Susan TV's Summers, <laughs> Suzanne Summers. Yeah, damn. TV's Patrick Duffy <laughs> and a celery leg or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and the guy. That uh, over for Jean Claude Van Damme in the Kickboxer movies. Yep, Cody. Oh, oh yeah, Cody. <laughs> Hell of a pedigree. So, no wait, Jeff. You thought there wasn't going to be any King of the Dinosaurs, but now there's step by step, step by step. Wow! Oh, it's TJ TJF on our podcast. Now we just went into Full House because both of those cues are from. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Whatever. God damn it. Same goddamn difference. Did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wasn't Carl Winslow in Lethal Weapon or no? No, it's die, die Hard. Damn it, I was trying to bring it back. And Ghost. <laughs> it's just like Sam Jackson, though, in uh, Matrix. Die Hard with a Vengeance? No, no, it was it was a take on um, Lethal Weapon. Uh, Alex, help me out here. Oh God! I fucking hate you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that was uh, a buddy cop movie. But speaking of Sam Jackson, <laughs> it wasn't until the third movie that Die Hard became a buddy cop movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> with McLean and Zeus. Uh, Originally, it was a Lethal Weapon movie. It was, and so how how did it work? The script for Lethal Weapon Two was supposed to be something else, and then Lethal Weapon Three eventually became. Died with a vengeance, and then the script for Lethal Weapon 4, they didn't even have one. Crickets. All right. And then <laughs> Die Hard 2 is supposed to be Commando or something. No, Die Hard is supposed to be Commando 2. There we go. Yeah. Wow. Hollywood. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hollywood. There it is. There it is. Well, at least they gave the role to Die Hard to somebody as physically in, in shape as Arnold Schwarzenegger himself. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of Arnie, uh, that brings up uh, yeah. buddy movies, Twins. Oh, uh, yeah. I believe we talked a little bit about this last week, or sang about it anyways. <laughs> a perfect odd couple. Arnie, top of his game with Danny DeVito at the whatever of his game. But, yeah, they actually play off very well against each other. You know, Ar- Arnie's, you know, never gonna was never in contention for winning an Oscar or anything like that. But he does have a lot of charisma. It works works well when he's just kind of playing this kind of innocent goofball 
Jackity Jack, don't talk back. <laughs> yeah. Take out the papers take and the out. trash. Take out. <laughs> Tonight is your night, bro. bro. <laughs> so yeah, Twins yeah. Twin is actually pretty fun. And then they, you know, they, they have those stupid gags where they they do everything the same, like subconsciously. Like they pee the same way. They they turn the spaghetti plates the same way. You named your cat Julius. Yeah, so they... <laughs> no, that's a good one, Scott. Yeah, I was actually on my list, too. So, good job. Good buddy. Uh, that's By good. the way, I think DeVito's in his prime now. <laughs> yeah, Remember probably. Always sunny? Yeah. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> I'm uh, the trash man. <laughs> it's pretty good in Get Shorty. Yeah, he was good back in the day in Taxi, so... Yeah. He's, He's had a long career, yeah. One of the best, Wait, maybe. But hold on, before you leave that, you didn't mention anything from Junior. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> oh. Arnold Schwarzenegger got pumped by Danny DeVito. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Moody along. So one of the, one of the the great buddy movies, uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Very much an odd couple movie. Um, not obviously not a buddy cop movie, but uh, Steve Martin, John Candy. Uh, you know, we talk about top of your games. Um, this was it for them. There's another arguably, dude that was bigger than Chris, Chris Farley. Um, arguably, uh, John Candy's best movie, except, oh. except for Spaceballs. Uncle Buck. Yeah, Uncle Buck. Great outdoors. Yeah, yeah great outdoors. Uh, Plane delirious. Plane automobiles. Um, uh, who's Harry Crumb? Those are all good. I'm just saying this one might be the best one. <clears throat> just on its own, I, I recommend seeing, if anybody's never seen Plane, Trains, and Automobiles, um, it's pretty hilarious, and it's got, it's got a lot of heart to it. Um, it's more than just a bunch of gags. So, yeah. Uh, and then just to finish this up, perhaps the greatest buddy cop movie of all time. We, we talked a little bit about Kurt Russell earlier. Uh, we're going to bring him back here <laughs> for the amazing... Tango and Cash. <laughs> cash, Tango, Cash, Tango, Cash. Which also featured uh, <sighs> Jack Palance's finest role. I mean, he got he won the Oscar for for City Tango Slickers, cash. but I think he really won it just because he wasn't able to win it for Tango and Cash. It was kind of a holdover. <laughs> what about uh, Batman? Tango, Cash. <laughs> you are my number one. Cash. Tango. Tango waltzes in and steals my drugs. <laughs> Hoo-wah. Hoo-wah. That movie also that movie also had Lopin in it. So. Wait, what commercial did he used to do? And he had it was like a brute or something. Of a woman. Yeah. It was a cologne. <laughs> yeah. Doing one arm push ups at the Oscars. That guy's a man. He's a yeah. man. <laughs> I'm a man. He's a man. As as a complete aside, since you brought up uh, the <laughs> clone thing, uh, if anybody's never seen it, uh, Charles Bronson did a series of commercials. All the world loves yeah, love Did a series of commercials in Japan for a uh, product called Mandem. The manliest yeah, clone so if, ever. If anybody's listening out there, go ahead and uh, YouTube that. Uh, <laughs> he showers in there. Pretty much. The funniest slash depressing YouTube videos ever produced. So yeah, uh, Jack Palance is fantastic in this. Uh, you get some of the worst dialogue ever on screen. You get uh, young Terry Hatcher 
they're real and they're spectacular. Dude with a chin? Who is that guy? Yeah, Richard Richard Zadar. <laughs> you broke a, You broke that yeah. jaw. Is that a real jaw? That's his real jaw. Jesus. Yeah. I do like uh, Sly makes a little fun of himself at the beginning of the movie when uh, he pulls the car over by shooting it and the highway patrolman gets all angry chief on him, angry stupid chief. <laughs> I want your badge, I want your ass, I want him right now. Who does this guy think he is? To which another smart-ass state trooper says, guy thinks he's Rambo. And then Sly, Sly Sylvester almost turns and winks at the camera and says, Rambo is a pussy. With a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Cross, cross-dressing Kurt Russell. Yeah, so cross-dressing moment. <laughs> That's what I thought I heard the first time. <laughs> no, do it. Okay, what's your favorite cross-dressing moment of a movie? Mm. Oh come on, Buffalo Bill and uh, oh, the Lambs. Damn it, that's a good one. <laughs> I'd have me. <laughs> I'd have me. Wait, is she a great big fat lady? <laughs> Mine would be Tobias from Arrested Development. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually and me, Tobias. <laughs> it's me, Tobias. Is this feather bottom? Feather bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Jumps from the second storm. Actually, I think I want to change mine to that too. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Dennis when he was trying to sell those dresses at the store. Uh, boo. What? <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> He's like designing dresses, but his his, his yeah. drawings for design have huge <laughs> chested can. women. Yeah. And oh, that's right. All the models that try on his dresses. <laughs> It's like all wrong. So he puts like two giant coconuts or melons in his own chest, and then he do, he does do the Buffalo Bill thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's putting on lipstick. I'd have me. Um, for for me, anybody that's seen Community, uh, the guy that plays the dean always comes out in something ridiculous, and it's always uh, some some cross dress outfit, uh, some drag outfit. You done, Scott? Uh, yeah, that's my list. Everybody, go watch Tango and Cash. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to call for another beer break. I'm drinking like a <laughs> madman tonight. Damn. Nice. I guess I can just carb on then. I'm going to get <laughs> Brian, we're back. Brian, let's hear your um, your list. My list is even more different than your guys's, so I went the route of kind of... <laughs> Fat guy, best... skinny guy, comedy combos? No, my best, uh, my favorite, Chris Farley, SNL, just skits. In general, and so I, I know I know you guys know most of these, but um, my first one is him as the Chippendales dancer. <laughs> that that might be my favorite SNL skit of all time. Yeah, so that one, of course, everyone remembers that when he's just dancing like a fool with R.I.P. Too Soon Swayze and uh, and Farley and Farley. Yeah, both of those guys yeah. now. <laughs> well, we didn't pick you because you were fat and flabby. <laughs> we, we we can't just flip a coin. We have to consider this yeah. carefully. We're Chippendales. Yeah, we're Chippendales. <laughs> classic. Yeah. Um, Damn it, I said classic again. I hate when I <laughs> Next, we have um, his infamous character again as, um, what is it, Matt Foley? Yeah. Yeah. Motivational speaker. A motivational speaker who lives in the van down by the river, as Jeff said earlier. And one of my favorite... Actually, you know, there's a, it's a reoccurring skit in the show, but is when he's uh, I forget who he's talking to, and he he's he's talking to the parents about his kid, and he's like, "Mis ojos." That was that was Jay Moore. 
Yeah. Jay Moore. Yeah. My eyes aren't so good. Is that is Paul is that Paul Shakespeare? <laughs> Sue es Paul Rodriguez. Paul Rodriguez. Oh yeah, Paul Rodriguez. Sue es Paul Rodriguez. Huh? Right. Huh? Mio ain't so good. Oh no, no, the other one he says is that Will Shakespeare. Oh, is that yeah. Bill, Bill Shakespeare? Bill, Bill Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Yeah. That was the first one he was talking to Spade at that one. Yeah, and uh, Christine Applegate. Christine yeah. Applegate. Yeah, and they're laughing the whole time. And the late <laughs> Phil Hartman too. Jeez, oh, oh, too soon. SNL, how many more are you going to take from us? My God, yeah. And of, of course, at the ever, at the end of every one of those episodes, he would do some physical comedy where he's <laughs> falling through a table or through the window or through the door. Um, yeah, when he does when he does that little squat. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Matt, how do I get it back on the right track? Pulling up his pants. Yeah, hitching up his pants is the best. Oh, Jeebus. Yeah, the uh, one with Christina Applegate and David Spade, they're just, they're covering their face the whole time, trying not to laugh. Like, that's the best part, is when you you see them, like, okay, you get it when, like, the hosts laugh, because they're not used to it, but when the regulars are laughing, you know you're doing something good. Good thing Fallon wasn't on back then, because I think he would have exploded. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Another one, I know Alex is, uh, quotes this one a lot, is when he's on the Japanese game show. <laughs> Quacky, Serpiniku. <laughs> that one is, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Again, it's, what, there, yeah, it's a Japanese game show, and um, uh, who's the Wayne's World guy? Mike Myers. <laughs> Mike, Mike Myers. He's the host, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like, yeah Japanese game host. Yeah, Japanese game host, and he's <laughs> he's he's obviously the American guy, and he's on a Japanese show, and they're speaking in Japanese the whole time, and he's <laughs> he's pretty much just making up words, and he gets he pretty much gets like the first five answers right, and then the last one he gets so close, and he's off by one little vowel or something, and he quacky sir p p and what happens to him? They like feed him to the tigers or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, he just gets electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the other contestants, they get something wrong. It's like, oh, okay. And then the second question, they get it wrong and they start cutting off their pinkies. <laughs> He's yeah. like, oh my gosh, what is she doing? <laughs> That's the one way he wrote down something. <laughs> and the host is like, Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla, and it was correct. Oh, that that kills me every time. All right, moving along. Um, I got one I'm more. wasted. <laughs> the Schmidt's gay scene is always a classic. <laughs> oh. That that's in my top ten SNL skits, by the way. That one. Yeah, it's gonna be a good summer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's Sandler and Farley, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Sandler yeah. and Farley is the. Basically a Budweiser ripoff commercial, but it's just dudes everywhere. Speedos. <laughs> it's pretty good. Guys, junks like focusing <laughs> yeah. on it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, they they do the the super um, excited looks where they like the jaws drop and they look at each other. Right? Yeah, yeah, the one where they, I can't believe this is happening. Their jaws drop and they lower the glasses. Yeah, they lower yeah. the glasses. <laughs> they do a double. T- it does a double take on that. Or they repeat it or loop it or whatever. And then, then that uh, dude falls in the pool. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And then uh, that's it for my list. And then one other thing while we're talking about SNL. Uh, so what is your favorite SNL skit of all time? Crossover moment. Well, I already said the the Chip and Dale skit, so I'll try to come up with a second one here. And number two. Damn. 
Oh my god, that's like impossible. <laughs> I'm gonna, this... I, I'm gonna stick with Gus Chiggins. I love that. <laughs> that one. That was a, a secret. Where, uh, um... Yeah, I know it was an extra. Extra. I mentioned that's why SNL cut it because it was so good. <laughs> one of my favorites. If they actually do it a few times, is the whole um, the Christmas song that they. Uh, um, it's who is it? The four guys. It's Jimmy Fallon, Chris Kattan, Trey. Uh, Tracy Morgan, and then who's the the um, Horatio Sands? Horatio Sands. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, and it's just the four of them up there, and the guy and Horatio Sands is playing this like little three string guitar or whatever, and then um, Katan is holding a keyboard, just moving his head back and forth, and Tracy Morgan is just dancing the whole time. And it's the stupidest but funniest skit of all time. You guys need to watch it. And it's called, I think it's called Christmas Today or something like that. But uh, I've never seen it. I'll, yeah, I'll peep it. You, ha- you haven't seen it? Seriously? I haven't seen it. Oh, God. I've just seen GIFs of it. I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah, just look it up. And it says, like, just do SNL Christmas song or something like that. It'll come up. And it's just the most ridiculous thing you ever see. They do it every year now, I think. I think my, my second favorite one, to go back to the old school SNL uh, it was Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin, where I th- think they were they were news anchors, and they were, they were kind of fighting. And just my second favorite, just on the strength of Dan Aykroyd, just one line that he has, where he turns to her and says, "Jane, you ignorant slut." <laughs> <laughs> nice. So that's another another one to look up, but it was hilarious. Yeah, for me, I don't know that the. the What's the one where Adam Sandler's like in a sleeping bag and Alec Baldwin's telling all these terrible things? Canteen boy. Canteen boy. Canteen boy. <laughs> hey, canteen boy. You want to rub this oil all over my chest? <laughs> that one's pretty good. And then uh, I like the Miss Dr. Poop one. <laughs> so wait, by the way, speaking of Adam Sandler and the canteen boy, the best of Adam Sandler is pretty much the best of Chris Farley because all his best ofs have Chris Farley in them. Yeah, seriously. Makes yeah. sense. So all he does let me sleep in your bed, please. Yeah, that one's funny. The Hurley, the Hurley he boy. Yeah, Hurley he boy. Yeah, and then and then uh, Farley's like, for God's sakes, let the boy sleep in your bed. <laughs> you can't write that stuff. How the hell did they come up with stuff like oh, that? Oh man, <laughs> Oh, I, I got a. Oh, go ahead and finish up with your favorites. I, gotta, <laughs> I was gonna say, I had one other one. What was the one I used to love? With it was you used to hate me because I like that one with the girls, and they would sit there and talk about Shorty like. Balls. <laughs> yeah, it was one with Shorty Balls, but it wasn't that episode. But it was that skit, and they just yeah, that's good. I, oh, whatever, I forgot who it was. Oh yeah, it, it was yeah. Molly Shannon and the other girl. And a guest star. Yeah, that's pretty great. I like the way he did that. <laughs> I used to crack me up. Stupid. Well, yeah, that was the yeah the sweaty balls, but yeah. And Sam Jackson beer, that was a great ep- one too. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't SNL, but yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, Scott, you were gonna say something. Uh, my other very favorite Farley skits was the uh, the Schuler Vision when they they do the Swedish undercover television. Uh, about the instant coffee. I don't know if you guys remember that one. Yeah, that's a, his familiar. best of. Oh man, that one 
fucking kills me every time too. They they do this like uh, taster's choice thing where they they show. Oh, we, we replaced your coffee with this instant taster's choice. Oh, yeah. And everybody's like, oh, man, that was so delicious. But then because it's undercover Swedish show, they, the host says, but sometimes it goes wrong. And they, so Farley has a date in some restaurant, and they tell him that they, they switched his coffee. Yeah. And, he, and he gets this look on his face, and he starts fuming. His face turns red, and he goes, you son of a bitch. Yeah. You son of a bitch! He like flips over the table and he goes on a fucking rampage throughout the restaurant. And like it turns into like a big food fight, and they like have to beat him over the head with some frying pans. And oh man, yeah, just to good. see his reaction to the fact that they switched his coffee, though. Uh, yeah, it was a really slow turn. It was badass. Yeah, and that's my list. All right, so I guess it's time for my list. And um, so I did for just like my favorite comic duos in movies. Um, so, because obviously that's a Spade Farley movie. So uh, I'll go through this pretty quick. Um, Mel Brooks, Gene Wilder. Nice. Um, you got the Young Frankenstein and um, Blazing Saddles and all that crap. So, got those on there. This one. Uh, Gene Wilder con- in any movie where he wasn't a part of a comedy duo? Because yeah. um, it's always like he did a lot him with, and did, Richard Pryor. Yeah, he did a few movies for Richard Pryor, but he has a few. Yeah. Movies. Okay. I, I yeah. Mm. And oh, uh, oh, Willy Wonka. Besides, yeah, that, I was gonna yeah. Willy Wonka. <laughs> um, the other one that's kind of hits hard is uh, Bill Murray and Harold Ramis. Um, not only yeah. acting together, but then you know a lot of this directing and writing of Ramis going through the mouth of Bill Murray. That that was. Go through Ghostbusters and, and yeah, Stripes was, and Groundhog's, Groundhog's Day, Day, all that stuff. So, yeah, that's what we got there. More recent times, um, Seth Rogen and James Franco. <laughs> they seem to be a pretty good <laughs> these days. Um, whether I like all – some of them I don't like, some of them I do. I like hey, the – check it out. It's like my thumb is my cack. <laughs> This is the end. I don't know if you guys have seen that yet. I still haven't uh, seen it. Still haven't seen it. Is that on oh. Netflix yet? Or no. No. Uh, I don't know. The first 15 minutes of that movie are pure goal. I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. It does kind of peter off a little bit, but Peter. All right. Since since it's a relatively movie, I won't talk about it. Peter. I don't want to spoil it. Really. But Peter. Pineapple Express. <laughs> all those things, Peter. And then, actually, my last two, Scott already stole from me, but I will mention them anyway. Arnold and Danny DeVito, I think they're, you used to mention Twins and, like, Junior, I guess, but just in Twins itself, they were just, they, you would never think that would work together. I think it's just a tribute to Danny DeVito more than anything, of because Arnold, Arnold just is Arnold, so DeVito has to kind of adapt to his surroundings, and... Yeah, he plays a pretty good slime ball. Yeah. You mean I'm the crap? <laughs> mama Mama I wonder how many scenes in that movie Had them standing next to each other like, Every scene? No, or like You'd see both of them in the yeah. same frame Where he was just towering over him like, Yeah, but Schwarzenegger's not that tall uh, Yeah, I guess not He's still, but I mean Danny is like five feet tall though, right? Yeah You guys follow him on Twitter? <laughs> Show DeVito your boobs. 
He just does troll foot. He just takes pictures of his feet and just posts them on Twitter. Dude, I should do that. <laughs> yes, seriously, Alex. Hobbit feet. <laughs> and uh, the last one, which is not really a comic duo, but um, it basically turned into comedy, and Scott already mentioned this too, would be Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. I think at the first Lethal Weapon is more serious with you know Riggs being suicidal and all that. And then by the time, halfway through the second movie, it's they're just pure comedy at that point. And Except no, for the but, chick dying and Yeah, but between them two, I mean from it's South from, Africa. Yeah. Africa. But Daryl sir, my friend, Dad. But <laughs> yeah. sir, you're blick. I love freaking Pesci. <laughs> He's right. He is you are. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's such a just... weird world for Pesci, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> But it works. Home Alone also, come on. Yeah. yeah true. <laughs> I guess so. That's the first movie I saw him in. All right, back to Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. Yeah, I was saying, like, by the end, like, you know, Mel Gibson's always, like, pulling pranks on him and, <laughs> you know, telling him to back up, back up, back up when he teaches him how to do the spin kick and he knocks over the water container or tells him about the commercial with his daughter with the condoms and everything and they give him a condom tree and... I don't know. I just think they worked really, really, really well together. And oh, it just kind of... The best gag out of that came out of the the fourth movie with the... Uh, they post the news story up on the on the window in the hallway and Murtaugh keeps getting pissed off. I'm like, man, who keeps putting this shit up? Yeah. And so finally, <laughs> Riggs comes by and after he walks off, he says, okay, guys, that's enough. Stop doing this shit. And he looks around real quickly and then he puts it back up himself. Oh, man. Yeah, that was... That was gold. And like he knows that, uh, what's her name? Leanne, his daughter's uh, going out with Butters, which is Chris Rock. But Briggs makes him think that Chris Rock is gay. That's why he's acting all weird around Murtaugh. And... Yeah, just think of him as a son. <laughs> In law enforcement. enforcement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. And then Mel went crazy, and Tanny Glover had his teeth changed. And now everything's different. His teeth change. Yeah, That's... check out his teeth. He's got weird teeth now. Okay. His teeth look fine. <laughs> nope, weird teeth. What the hell are you talking about? Danny Glover has weird teeth. He got braces, it looks like. Dot com. Lisa's got braces. <laughs> Dental plan. Dental plan. <laughs> All right, that's my list. It's time for Neom uh, News. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so I don't have much. All I've got is a couple of video game things, actually. Titanfall just came out this week. I just got it. I stink at it, but it seems like it's a pretty cool game. I concur <laughs> with everything you just said. <laughs> yeah. I log in. I play. I die. I'm the bottom of the list every single time, but I'm having fun. So. Well, well maybe after you put a few more back, yeah. you can go on there and just wreck, wreck everybody. Yeah, I was playing right before we started this, and I was doing a little better. But So for all you with Xbox Ones out there, or Xbox 360s too, I guess, right? Isn't it for both? Uh, 360 comes out in a couple weeks. Okay. Well. Anyway, recommend that. And then another game that's from Blizzard is that Hearthstone. Have you guys heard of that one? I'm sure you guys have. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that one, I guess, just went public. That's yeah. online card game? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. It's so. like magic or something. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. supposedly it's pretty cool. My friends at work were talking about it, so I ah. won't play it, but yeah, exactly. But Jim. check it out. Scott, any news? 
Uh, no news. A uh, couple of quick uh, reviews, though, I guess. Um, I talked a little bit about Justified before, I think. Um, it's on FX. Uh, I think you can only watch it on Amazon Prime right now, at least the first season. Is, is it FX or FXSXX? I don't yeah. know. Uh, it's on one of those, though. Um, but yeah, that's that's a great series. If you like uh, Timothy Oliphant, um, Oliphant, um, you like drama, um, it's... You know, most of those FX series are pretty good. Um, I recommend it, Justified. Is Timothy Oliphant related to the Oliphants in Lord of the Rings? Cricket, 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 cricket. I know. I didn't want to say anything because you need space there to put some crickets. <laughs> nope. I'm going to edit it out completely. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Justified. Wait, you never answered my question. <laughs> what a dick. Well, now you have to keep it in. No. Okay. Thanks. That's all I got to say. That's all you had to say. Uh, all right. Uh, so, yeah, Justified is good. Um, and then just one small review about a trailer I saw for the new Annie trailer, which is coming out sometime at the end of the, mo- or end of the year. Um, I think I probably saw... The the 80s version with, like, Telly Savalas? I don't remember. as Daddy Warbucks. Um, I don't think I've ever saw the, the Shirley Temple one, but uh saw some version of it when I was a kid, so I vaguely remember it. Um, I have no, like, attachment to it whatsoever. But they have a new one that stars Jamie Foxx and uh, Cameron Diaz. And it is the worst. Cameron Diaz is not a kid. No, I know. She's not. Um, well, no, the, no girl, the girl play playing Annie. Annie is the girl from Beasts of the Southern Wild, I think. Oh, okay. um, I got nothing against her, but I saw the trailer and... Does she have red hair? Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, it's it looks freaking terrible. It's like Cameron Diaz just mailed this one in. Um, <laughs> when hasn't she? I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think but, of something I, I, I like. West- it just I, I only bring this up because of just how terrible this looks. This is just people trying to cash in on something just for the sake of cashing in on it. I, I don't know. But yeah, Cameron Diaz is just every scene she's in is just got awful in the trailer, and it made me think about what I liked her in. Um, so she was good in something about Mary and Vanilla Sky. But past that, I can't think of anything where I wasn't the best thing I thought was eh about her in any movie. Um, Mask. Ma- nah. Mask. Uh. Well, Night and Day. I, I mean, haven't seen it. It was a fun movie, and so her type uh, of acting. I don't know. Well. That looks fucking terrible too. And yeah, that's that's all I got. Brian, any news? I got a couple. Um. I can't believe you didn't bring this up, Jeff. I don't know if you know about it. Kevin Smith, our, wait, I should say our friends, <laughs> Kevin Smith Fucker. and Ralph Garman are uh, writing the new bat, uh, writing a new version of the 1960s Adam West Batman in a digital comic uh, version. Well. <laughs> yeah, this is my news too, so I'll jump in here. It's going to be a crossover between Batman Robin and the Green Hornet and Kato. Yeah. 
But it takes place in the 60s, guess, though, right? Or it's Adam West Batman. Yeah. I guess back in the day, they had a, a TV crossover with both of those shows, and they're doing, like, the sequel yeah, to that. They, the they refer to it as the 66 Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, old chum. <laughs> <laughs> they're also trying to get an uh, animated movie from DC to... Um, they're trying to get that going, too, with uh, all these characters. Which I think would be pretty fucking. Yeah, they all—they're all still alive except for Bruce Lee. What? Yeah, Bruce Lee plays Kato. Yeah. You didn't fucking know that? (laughs) Of course I knew that. Yeah, you didn't. You lied. No, you didn't lie. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. What a dick. Number one, Bruce Lee fan is my dad. Number two, Alex. Alex, keep talking because Jeff's just gonna edit it out to make it sound like you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Dicks. Here comes another phone book. (laughs) Have. Have you have you guys seen that uh, After Midnight show on Comedy Central? After nope. Midnight. Where they get like three comedians or celebrities or whatever to come on with Chris Hardwick. Uh, they, they had, at any rate, they had Kevin Smith, Ralph Garman, and Jason Mewes on the other night. It was good. Oh, it was that's good. Cool. Is Chris Hardwick the new freaking uh, Ryan Seacrest? No. The guy's all over the place. He is, but he's not a slimy little turd like... Yeah, he is. Secrets. Is he the new Carson Daly? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the other only other thing I have is um, <laughs> there's a uh, robot versus human in ping pong clip uh, out on you Yahoo right now, and it's pretty interesting. They uh, program this like an uh, robotic I, arm on Yahoo. Jesus Christ! What you guys don't use Yahoo anymore? <laughs> what about nope. X? What about Excite? <laughs> Lycos. Lycos. Bu- <laughs> Alta Vista or Bust. <laughs> Anyhow, um, yeah, it's so pretty cool. They, they, uh, pro- uh, exactly. They uh, program this robotic arm, and uh, it's a pretty good match between like the best ping pong player in the world and this robotic arm, and it's uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool uh, robotics we can do nowadays. It's no awesome but it's pretty good. <laughs> and that's all I got. So I guess that wraps up this episode, but um, before we leave, we're going to talk about our topic for next week. Uh, Scott, what are we going to be talking about? Okay, uh, we're going to talk about a movie which I think we've only skimmed the surface on, and that would be Top Gun. Danger Zone! I think I heard Brian just cream his his pants just (laughs) now. I've got a boner. So specifically, (laughs) um, we'll be talking about (laughs) The volleyball scene. <laughs> I wish. Uh, Locker room we'll, scene. We'll be talking about the. the <laughs> we'll be talking about the scene when the. Randy Quaid flies into the alien spaceship. It's got to be your pool. <laughs> we'll be talking about the scene. Goose does. Having goose. Yes. Goddamn it. Spoilers. <laughs> All right, fuck Spoilers. it. I was going to set it up, but we're talking about the scene when Goose dies. <laughs> yes, I guessed it. <laughs> All right. God damn it. Well, that's it. That's it for this week. Um, I think our guest, Brian. Say Thanks, goodbye, Brian. Brian. Goodbye, Brian. And see you guys all next week. This year. Goodbye. Every time for us, right? <laughs>
stern. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> Marv. All right, anyway. Um... The, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Scott's burning. Happy birthday, Scott. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh... <laughs> oh, man. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just flashing back to the, uh, to the what was it the Holiday Inn? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was just thinking of too. <laughs> yeah, what happened there? This <laughs> Alex is a dick, is what it is. <laughs> and Brian, we got kicked out of some hotel. We were trying to go to some other one, and it was like, was it your birthday or was it Easter or something? I don't oh, know. It's Easter. Yeah. <laughs> it was- Scott was the only one with a credit card at the time and we're like I just pretty much called out Scott Wall. Scott pay for the room you cheap bastard <laughs> and he was all pissed off and they're up in the room and I just go like happy Easter Scott and it was all good from there <laughs> no cause right after that Alex threw a fucking phone book at me <laughs> Why wouldn't he? (laughs) When you put it like that, time makes fools of us all. Alright. Anyway. (laughs) I don't remember that at all, actually. I was probably more pissed at that than the Happy Easter. (laughs) Happy Easter, Scott. 